Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Total Celebrity Show. I'm the host of the show, Neil Haley. You can go to my website, TotalTutor.net, for more information. Twitter, TotalTutor, Neil S. Haley, Facebook. LinkedIn, Neil Haley, Instagram, TotalTutor. Pinterest, Neil Haley, Google Plus, Neil Haley, and also on Periscope, at TotalTutor. And uh, I love interviewing celebrities, and this is a very, very interesting one. My days of playing basketball, I love talking to basketball players, and I'm excited to welcome program WNBA star from the New York Liberty, Erica Wheeler, number three. Erica, thanks for calling, and how are you? Hey, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. And, Erica, when you think about where you are today, did you always think that you could be a professional basketball player growing up? Um, It was a dream. I mean, everybody have a dream, but to live it is, is pretty amazing. I feel blessed. And um, it just feels good to be able to, um, you know, showcase my talent and to be able to do it in the, you know, the Big Apple. And especially, so uh, growing up, did you grow up in New York City? Is that where? No, is I, that, yeah. No, I grew up in Miami, you know, small town in Miami called um, <laughs> New York City. <laughs> it's a small town. We're going to say small town. We know Miami big. Yeah. Um, but growing up in Miami... I mean, everybody have big dreams of, you know, trying to make it out because I grew up in a not-so-fortunate area, so that's that's everybody's dream to, you know, make it out. But to actually make it out and be um, kind of a role model to where you're from is pretty amazing to be able to, you know, hear people who you grew up with and, you know, kids, you know, tell you your role model and kind of ask you questions, how do you, how you do it. And I only, only thing I can tell them is just, you know, stick to the grind. It's going to be ups and downs. So that's what I did, just basically stuck to the grind and kept moving. And, you know, I had people around me that motivated me to, you know, could continue to, you know, do what I do. So that was that's the main thing is to stay motivated. You stayed motivated. And how much hard work did you have to put in to be able to become a, a, a professional basketball player? How many hours in the gym did you spend in your career, especially a younger age, just constantly playing all the time? Tell tell our, our audience how much work it takes to get to where you are. There's it, 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 no statistics for that. I don't care what nobody say because you can't count it. Even when you sleep and you're working. So I don't right. think there's no statistic that can tell you how much work to put in. You just got to put in so much work to where you're tired. And even when you're tired, you still want to put in more work. That's how you know how bad you want it. So I don't think there's no statistics or numbers or hours or skill-wise of how much time you put in your game, how many shots, like, is is no statistics for that in my eyes and with my beliefs. I just think that no matter what you do, just go hard at it. And if you feel like you can go more and more, just keep going until you you can't. And even when you can't, you try to push yourself until someone tell you, okay, now it's time to sit down. We'll work at it the next day. But there's no statistics for that. And it's the hard work. That's what I think you're trying to tell people. Is specifically, it's the work you put in. Sometimes you can't figure out the time. You just do it till you're re- till you drop pretty much work. Right. Exactly. Yeah, you just, you do it till you drop and you, you do it so you I just like when you're underwater when you know you can't breathe. How hard are you gonna fight to try to get some of your air? You gonna fight as hard to get the air so that anything you do and whatever is basketball work, whatever it is, that's how you go at things. You fight so hard to where you can't even breathe. And then when you do actually get that 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 breath of air, you, you still kinda of, you go even harder because now you know you survived something that was tough. And that's well, what I did. Like I just, I just stick it out. Absolutely, Erica. And when, when you think about it specifically, um, involving the hard work and effort, 
you put that in your whole life, right? You said growing up, you you had a, a, diff, a, a challenging life, right? Where you were growing up in Miami, correct? Yes. Growing up, yes. Can you describe a little bit of that to us and tell our audience? Well, yeah. Well, I live. Um, if you ever heard of the show called First Forty Eight, if you heard of this place called um, the Pork and Beans, I don't know if people know about that, but I stayed maybe ten blocks in that area where you hear sirens, police, you know, killings every other day. So oh, to be my. a kid with so much talent to, you know, fight through all those obstacles because growing up you see so much and you can just get hip to anything because that's what you see on a daily uh, daily basis. So you either could either sell drugs or you play basketball. And I'm a girl. Like, I'm not built like that. So, I mean, I could have done it, but I chose to take a better route to, you know, use my talent. Something that I didn't even know I had that was good until someone, you know, told me, like, look, you can really go to school and, you know, get out of this neighborhood and do something with your family later on in the future. And I didn't understand it until I got to high school and college coaches start to come to the school and just like, oh, we want to sign you. We want to give you a $50,000 scholarship. And I'm like, my mind, I never thought about going to college, but my talents allowed me to, you know, see that it was better out there. So. Tell us about mentoring. Family. Yeah, some of the mentoring you, you went, who mentored you in that process. See that you're a really good play, basketball player, but also the game of life to, to to get you to where you are today, especially education-wise, going to Rutgers University and being ready for all that. Who were some of the mentors that helped you through that process so you didn't turn to a life of drugs or uh, crime in your for where you grew up? Well, my mom. My mom was definitely – my best friend, my motivator, she's the reason why I go at everything hard to this day because three years ago I lost her to um, cervical cancer. So still to this day, like, that's just, I do everything for her because I know what she did to, you know, kind of raise me. I knew the struggle that she went through to make me the woman that I am today and, you know, as strong as I am today. So that that was my mentor. That was my motivator. That's the one who drilled it in me, like, look, you ain't going outside, or if you don't finish that schoolwork, you're not playing basketball. So you, when you love something and someone take it away from you, you, you kind of try to do right, and that's what my mom did. Anytime I get in trouble or didn't do right in school, I couldn't play basketball. And I loved it so much to where I didn't have no choice but to, you know, kind of get my act together. And then my um, high school coach, um, Coach Adams, He's um I've been knowing him for some while. That's when kind of took me under his wing and kind of been a father figure to me, and um kind of just mold me into the basketball player I am, and just took me to school, worked me out, and did all that. And my mom allowed him too. So those two are the real big impact on why I am the way I am. But mainly my mom because of the things that she's been through and that I saw. And it wasn't easy, and it was some tough things to see. And it, hey, man, I'm getting kind of emotional. But man, it, it was my mom, man. Yeah, I understand, and it's it's so hard, especially when you lose a loved one, and it's been such a short time. But it drives you every day. I'm sure it drives you on the basketball court, and it drives you in the game of life to not slip up. You're a role model for so many kids mm-hmm. out there, and you don't want to slip up because your mom's watching you. And that's, that's right. that, I'm sure that gives you that sense of peace. And days when you don't want to get up, days that you don't want to do things, mm-hmm. it, it perseveres you to keep going, keep on going. 
and she kept she made education an important part of your life too, right? School right. was important, grades, because a lot of people. Uh, I'm definitely going to share this up this interview with one of the girls I'm tutoring that she's a young basketball player, great athlete, but she struggles a bit in school. And I keep telling her school is so important. Even though you have dreams of the WNBA, you have to constantly do well in both because it's so important because life after basketball, you're going to be ready for that as well. Importance of education at Rutgers, correct? Right. Well, being that um, I didn't learn anything until I got to college, Honestly, high school and I didn't really learn much because I'm just to be honest, I was good. So I kinda got by with that, but I didn't learn until I got to school because I had a coach, which is um Vivian Springer. I had a coach that was a, a parent at the end of the day. She didn't care whether I did good on the court or whatever. She didn't care about that. When she was in my mom's living room trying to give me a scholarship, she said, I don't care about what she's gonna do on the basketball court. I care about if she's going to get a degree, if she's going to be ready for life after basketball. And that's what sold my mom to, you know, saying that I think you should take this offer because I already knew she was a great coach, but I just I just didn't I, I just didn't know. And my mom gave me that closure. It's like when somebody that's a complete stranger come in here and tell you that they want you to get a degree, they don't even know you, and the only thing they know about you is that you can play basketball, you go with that person, and that's what she did. Those four years I went to Rutgers, she mowed me edit like far as dressing, talking. That's great. Basketball came. Basketball came before it's talk- very, very interesting, Erica, when you're talking about specifically enough how a great mentor your head coach at Rutgers was and seeing how she said you were getting live inter- you're getting the opportunity to do interviews and prepare you for the game of life, to understand specifically how you're gonna present yourself because you're a brand, especially now with the New York Liberty. And then when you retire how you'll have your uh, aspect of life, being ready for those interviews, being ready to be at the celebrity status that you have at times to be able to help others through foundational work or or in business or as a commentator, whatever it seems like your coach was looking at all those areas. So when you make that choice after basketball, you're ready. Yes. So tell us about that kind of. So she having you do a lot of on-air interviews for media and stuff, making sure that you are prepared and how you represent yourself in that way? We were talking about that. Yes. Well, as you know, each um, college team, well, Division One college team that's in the public eye always have um, a section where they do media. And then every week on Fridays we had to, no matter what we had, whether it was class, tutoring, no matter what it was, we always had, we always had to make room for media. And I didn't understand it until now. Now that I'm a pro and I, you know, Whatever you say, and if it if it gets out on air in public, it's like that's your word. That's yes. whatever you say, whether it's good or bad, that's your image. And I didn't understand that until now, you know. So now, like now, I appreciate it. Like the other day, I talked to her. I just told her thank you for you know being the person that she was and instilling so many great qualities in me at such a young age when I was like I don't want to do this, but now I understand it and I wouldn't trade that process for nothing. So through that maturity process of understanding is why are we doing all this? Why do you expect us to do these things? They're always the people that help you the most, as your, as your mom was able to do and coaches in high school were able to do to then in college. 
so that when you have this opportunity, especially being a rookie and drafted by the, the, the New York Liberty, it must have been amazing, right? The whole process of the draft and, and getting this opportunity, right, when it finally came. Yes. Well, first I was in Atlanta, and then I, I was in Atlanta for uh, maybe two months, and then um, New York ended up calling me up towards the end because a player got hurt. And um, we just uh, he just basically saw something in me that, you know, I seen it myself that I felt like I was supposed to be in the league, not at home. So he ended up calling me, and, you know, he wanted to give me another shot. And I was just, I'm just thankful for it because at the end of the day, New York is a is a big place. It's a big city. So for right. him to call me up, that, that shows me something, and it shows my fans that, you know, that I – that I'm I'm important to the league for him to call me up knowing that they were playoff material possibly could have been champions after yesterday, you know. So that that was really big for me. That was a big accomplishment for me. So basically, the opportunity to get on a winning team like the the New York Liberty and having that opportunity, what well, how has this experience been? It's been a pretty interesting ride, hasn't it? Well, to come in a, a atmosphere where there's a sisterhood, is the chemistry is locked in. So to come in as an outsider, me just coming in is it shocked me because I'm just like, how am I going to fit in? How am I going to do my job comfortably, knowing that you know these girls are already tight? But it was what I was thinking. Nothing like that happened because the moment I got there. All the girls welcomed me, and the coaches, you know, sped me up as quickly as possible. And it was never like they didn't want me there because think about it, they worked their butts off all the way to get to where they're um, where they're at now, possibly, you know, in on um, playoffs. And then you bring a whole outsider that don't know what it took for them to get there. So I thought they would have kind of pushed me to the side, but they didn't. They welcomed me with open arms. It was like a sisterhood. It wasn't. It was just amazing because I told them just as a person, just coming, like that's any group, like that's any workplace, you know that you know what you did to get there. So for somebody else to come in and then kind of fill in a position that one of their sisters, you know, there's a down right now, and then welcome that person with open arms, I think that's pretty amazing. That shows character in the players that I was playing with. And um, it was just great. It was just amazing. And I wouldn't trade it for nothing. It, definitely. Uh, Erica, we do have a caller. Would you be interested in taking a caller? Of course. Okay, let me go ahead and connect our caller. You're online live with New York Liberty star Erica Wheeler. Do you have a question for her? Oh, yeah, I'm like the biggest fan. Hey, Erica, how's it going? Hey, how you doing? Good. Oh my gosh, I'm 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 like I listen to your show all the time. I I, I, I see you playing basketball. You know, I used to have courtside seats. At New York Liberty. Yeah, I come see your games. You're 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 good. You're you're better than me. I can Thank say that. You, you know you have you have power. You have power, <laughs> madam. You. you have you have extreme. Uh, it's the power of winning. And so, give us an update for our fans out there. So last night you played, and, and I know you had a loss. But uh, what's going on? Was that the end? Of, is that is that at the end of the season, or what's going on with the Liberty right now with that game last well, night? Um, yeah. yeah. Well, everything's right now is like um, exiting meetings because, as you know, that for us women, we don't make much. So we have to go overseas and, and play ball. So everybody's um, just getting themselves together to, you know, go overseas wherever that is.
for me personally, I'm going to Brazil in about 10 days and um, playing Marillon. I played there. Um, I played in Brazil last year in Recife, but I did well. So another team with a little bit more money, a little better, you know, organization ended up picking me up. Maybe a month ago, I signed a month ago, so that's where I'll be headed in about ten days. Well, fantastic! Do you have any projects going on that you want to report to us, Erica? What's going on? Other things going on? You talked about. Uh, the loss of your mom, but are you doing any charity work right now currently or stuff like that as well before you head to Europe? Well, right now I've been getting up with my publicist trying to, uh, you know, get some stuff together, but I told her my future goals are to, you know, get a foundation, you know, give back to, you know, the community, the community that I came from because it's still struggling. So, and a lot of, you know, kids that I know from, where I'm from, you know, look up to me. So I just want to give them the opportunity to, you know, meet some people and just try to find, like, try to get up some charity events at least before I leave or in the future. Well, well awesome. Where's the best place we can follow you, Erica? So our our listeners out there can definitely follow you on Twitter and all the different social media aspects and hear more of what's going on with your career. Can we take your what's your Twitter and stuff and other places we can find you? Uh yeah, on Instagram, um it's E Weezy three. It's E Weezy underscore three. And Twitter is E Weezy underscore for three. Awesome. Well, it was, thanks again for being on the show, and everyone can Google you and different things. And uh, and it's fantastic you got the opportunity to play for the Liberty and got to play in the garden and the atmosphere. And sorry about the loss last night, but uh, thanks for taking the time, and best of luck in your ventures, your foundation, and all the things you're doing. You're definitely a great role model for women and all people, and uh, I appreciate you calling, and best of luck in your, your career the rest of the time in the WNBA and come back once you have a foundation. I'm happy to want to learn about what you're doing. So thanks again for calling. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Appreciate you. All right. Take care, Erica. See you later. Okay. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. All right. That was the Total Celebrity Show. Take care, everyone, and we will talk tomorrow. Good day, everyone. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.